BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's pretty clear from the atrocities that Hamas is a terrorist organization. So why are so many in the media in America? defending them. We're going to dive into that. It's Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Senator, nice to be with you as always. It's good to be in person. We've got a lot to talk about when it comes to what's happening between the Palestinians, Hamas, this terrorist organization, even issues with Iran, and then how the media is covering it in this country. We have a couple of, uh, of weeks now of this, and we've been able to watch what the media has been doing. Overall, how shocked are you by how much the media is falling over themselves to defend Hamas, to defend the Palestinians, and to act like somehow they're not a terrorist organization? Well, sadly, I'm not shocked at all. Uh, You know, one of the things this podcast tries to do is it analyzes what's happening now, but we also try to look forward. We try to look forward to the weeks and months ahead. And Hamas has a battle plan. They are waging war with Israel. Their objective is to destroy Israel. That's what they want. And part of the battle plan, an essential part of the battle plan, is a propaganda plan. It's the reason they use human shields. They use human shields because they want Palestinian civilians killed. Why do they want Palestinian civilians killed? Because they know the global media will use those civilian casualties to attack, to undermine, to demonize, to vilify Israel. That is an integral part of the plan. The corporate media is an integral part of Hamas's war plan. And right now today, CNN is Hamas's air force. MSNBC is Hamas's air force. ABC is Hamas's air force. Now, some of you listening to this or watching this might say, that seems like hyperbole. That seems like too much. Well, this podcast is going to make that case. Let's start with our first clip. This is MSNBC. Let's see their fair and objective coverage. We've had a lot of statements from Americans, mostly Republicans this morning, but some Democrats who um, it, it's a bit boilerplate. It's a Israel is our greatest ally, the only democracy in the Middle East, our strongest ally. We must stand with Israel. Um, there's no nuance or recognition of anything mm-hmm. that has been going on, let alone the only thing Americans are worried about these days are these so-called judicial reforms going on in Israel, which have led to hundreds of thousands of people protesting on the streets. But lots of lots of Palestinians have said to me, boy, they wish that those same Israelis who were out there protesting the so-called judicial reforms would be protesting Israel's inhumane treatment of the uh, Palestinians who live under Israeli occupation. But that's just not something that's happening. That's on the day it's happened, by the way. That was day one, and it's this is war started, this horrific attacks happened, and immediately, like, got to defend them. Look, that's MSNBC telling you the only thing that Americans are worried about over there are the judicial reforms in Israel that Prime Minister Netanyahu is pushing. That's clearly what Americans are are worried about. Not the 1,200 Israelis who've been murdered, not the women and girls who've been raped, not the human shields who are dragged into harm's way, not the toddlers who have been kidnapped and used as hostages, not the infants who've been beheaded. Nope, nope, they're worried about Israel's judicial reforms. And, you know, it really is striking. You mentioned beheading real quick. Let's go to the L.A. Times. Look at the tweet from one of the L.A. Times individuals talking about how, well, we can't really trust that there were children that were beheaded. This is from an L.A. Times reporter. The only source for Hamas beheaded babies appears to be the Israeli military, which is widely known for, to spread lies and disinformation. 
journalists, this is the fog of war. You'll be saying all sorts of claims. Don't amplify this in sensationalism, etc. Yet we find out, guess what? It is in fact true. They did burn babies and behead babies. And he's saying immediately right away at the beginning, don't believe any of this. Don't believe Israel. They lie to you all the time without any evidence to back that up. Now, look, I, I don't know who Adam Elm Harek is. Uh, he's apparently a reporter for the LA Times, but I feel quite confident that Mr. Elm Harek hates Israel. Yeah. I feel quite confident that his view, the Israeli military, quote, which is widely known to spread lies and disinformation, mind you, source for that, none provided, citation for that, none provided, evidence for that, none provided. But when you are a hardcore leftist, when you hate Israel, and, and you need to understand, Today's far left is motivated by a seething hatred for Israel and a seething anti-Semitism. We played on previous pods the members of, of the squad attacking Israel, undermining Israel. But, but this is the press playing the role of air support. Don't believe the evidence you hear of the atrocities carried out by Hamas. And, and, and look, as MSNBC played in the first clip, they're not reporting it with nuance. Okay, here, here's, here's something shocking. There is no nuance to beheading babies. Yeah. If you behead babies, you are an evil monster who deserves to die. And by the way, there is no nuance to raping women and raping little girls. That is evil. And Or stacking tires around people, which they did with fuel inside of those tires, lighting them on fire to maximize the pain of the person dying while filming it on that individual's cell phone and sending it to their contacts and their list, their family members. That was one of the stories that I thought was underplayed this last week, is we now know that they were taking the phones of the people they were torturing. They would then shoot them on their own phone, torturing them or killing them, and send it to their contacts and family members on their own cell phones. So you're trying to get in touch with a loved one who's been kidnapped, who's missing, and then you finally get a message back, and it's of their horrific death. You know, this past week, I sent texts to a number of my friends who, who I thought might have friends or family in Israel right now. Um, some I knew did. Others I didn't know if they did or not, but I thought they might. And so I sent them texts just saying, hey, how are you doing? I'm worried about you. I'm praying for you. Do you have family over there? How are they doing? It's been stunning to me the number of people who've responded, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, my cousin's there. Yeah, my son was there. Yeah, my, my brother was there. Yeah, I have family there. My uncle was there. I have friends there. And one after the other after the other, I've got, I've got my phone is full of texts from friends of mine saying, yeah, I, I, I know someone who's kidnapped. Uh, I, I have friends. I have two friends who had children who were kidnapped. I, I have friends who, who, who were murdered. A, a friend of mine described one of the kibbutzes where they came in and murdered the children and the mothers where, where she met two of the mothers who were murdered when she was at that kibbutz visiting the kibbutz and two of the moms. She didn't meet the babies who were killed, but she met two of the moms. It is striking, and, and I've got to say the impact of this in Israel is massive. You know, the phrase Israel's 9-11, it gets used a lot, rightly, but I'm not sure people are capturing the, the depth of what that means. And, and look, the trauma of 9-11 in America was massive. It impacted the entire country. Whether you were in New York or D.C. or not, wherever you were in the country, 9-11, if you were old enough to understand what was going on, it had a profound effect on you. And, and, and I got to say, for many in the American Jewish community, there are enormous connections where they've gone and they've, they've studied, they, they, they've, that they've, they've gone and studied in yeshiva. They have friends who've taken classes there. They've taken classes there. They have friends, they have family. The connections, I will tell you the grieving that, that so many of my Jewish friends are, are going through right now. Look, I'm grieving, you're grieving as we're watching these atrocities unfold. But it is profound and personal and contrasted. All right, here's another example of how the media is, is covering what's happening. It would be very naive to just simply say every Palestinian agrees with what Hamas is doing. But Hamas is saying, well, if nobody is able to defend what is happening for Palestinians in the West Bank or in East Jerusalem with the home demolitions, the arrests, the children being killed, the desecration of holy sites, if they're unable to do that, then we only have right. the ability to do it with 
military might and crude weapons and military. These types of comments while you're watching this go on and, and I go back and I'm like, OK, did I just watch basically them justifying Hamas saying they have no choice but to use military force? Yes, that's exactly what he was just saying. And listen, this is not military force. This is terrorism. It is qualitatively different. If Hamas wants to stand up an army and go attack a military site and engage in war, that's one thing. And, and look, I'm not advocating that remotely. But military force is targeting military targets and engaging in war. They're not doing this. They are deliberately targeting civilians. When you are raping an eight-year-old girl, that's not military force. Yeah. When you are beheading an infant, that is not military force. That is deliberate terrorism that is targeting civilians. They are engaged in torture and murder, and the targets are not military sites. This is not warfare. These are war crimes. And MSNBC, their political slant, their ideology is so extreme They can't bring themselves to acknowledge it. They reflexively have to justify. Look, they start from the premise, Israel bad. Yeah. And and you see it suffusing the coverage. And the important thing to understand, Hamas knows that. They knew that before they started. They They knew they had allies. They knew the useful idiots would defend them, would say Israel is killing children. Notice he just said that? Sure. Israel doesn't target children. Israel isn't going to murder children. Now, will there be, will be children who are killed in this war? Yes. Just like every war. And understand why. Actually, not just like every war. Far more will be killed in this war. Why? Because Hamas uses children as human shields. Great point. In normal wars, the People two countries— take the kids away. They take the kids away. They hide the kids. You don't have—America doesn't put missiles— in the basements of kindergartens. Yeah, hospitals. We don't use our children to protect our military targets. Hamas deliberately, and by the way, it's Palestinian kids. The largest butcher of Palestinian children at the end of this war will be Hamas. Now, these useful idiots in the media will blame Israel because what Hamas will do is at every military target, they'll put Palestinian children, they'll put Palestinian women, and Israel is going to take out those military targets. They're trying to warn the civilians. They're saying, get out. And Hamas is saying, no, don't get out. Do not leave. We want this child here because when this military target is destroyed, we will have killed this Palestinian child. And then these imbeciles in the corporate media will blame Israel for Hamas's murder because when you put a little child next to a military target with the purpose of ensuring that child is killed, you're the one murdering that child. And I will note, we talked about this on an earlier podcast, 2014, I authored a Senate resolution with Kirsten Gillibrand condemning Hamas's use of human shields as a war crime. It passed the Senate 100 to nothing. Every Senate Democrat, every Senate Republican is on record. It's awesome. But the press needs to understand and acknowledge this and not simply repeat Hamas's talking points. I want to tell you real quick about our friends at Patriot Mobile. If you have a cell phone, most of you do. How would you like to know you're making a difference every time you send a text, every time you make a phone call, and you're standing up for what you believe in? If you are sick and tired of giving your money to woke corporations who give money to organizations that you cannot stand, you may not realize this, but there are big mobile companies that give massive donations, for example, to Planned Parenthood. Well, Patriot Mobile is the only conservative Christian cell phone provider in the country. And you can save money when you switch, whether it's for you, your family, or a small business. They have a 100% U.S.-based call center. That means switching is easy. You can keep your same cell phone number. You can keep your same cell phone or upgrade to a new one. And you're going to get the same nationwide coverage that you need and depend on right now. So if you're sick and tired of giving your mind to woke corporations, switch to Patriot Mobile. Go online to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. Use the promo code verdict. You're going to get not only free activation, but the best deals of the year. You can also call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT, or Patriot Mobile. 
Verdict.com slash verdict. Senator, there also seems to be an obsession by this administration to hold Israel at this high, high standard when it comes to war. They keep kind of warning them. The media keeps doing it, too. Well, they have to be careful. Their rules of engagement. They have to be cautious. They have to abide by X, Y, and Z. Have you noticed the Biden administration has not been saying anything like that towards Hamas, the Palestinians? It's only Israel. It's, well, Israel, you have a right to defend yourself, but you better do it perfectly. And if you don't, you might lose our support is what they seem to be implying day after day. And it's a very weird way of, of, of standing by an ally. Well, if you look at Friday's podcast, and if you didn't listen to Friday's podcast, you should go back and listen to it. We walked through day by day how the Biden administration has systematically undermined Israel virtually every day since this attack began, how they put statement after statement. Within hours of the attack beginning, the State Department tweeted out urging the Israeli military not to respond militarily. That was disgraceful. I called them out. They deleted that tweet. The next day, the State Department again put out a tweet with Tony Blinken calling for a ceasefire. That was disgraceful. I called them out. They deleted that tweet. So they did this twice. When they get caught... They delete yeah. it. But they've since then, and we walked through, we walked walk through the clips on Friday's podcast, so go back and listen to it, where, where repeatedly the White House is saying Israel needs to comply with international law. Israel needs to comply with, with, with the rule of law. Israel does comply with international law. Israel does comply w- with the rule of law. And by saying it, they are echoing, look, it's not just the corporate media that is Hamas's Air Force. It's the Biden White House and the Biden State Department. They are all intertwined. And Hamas's battle plan counts on the corporate media and it counts on left-wing Democrats to amplify their claims. Here's an example on the media of they're doing the same thing. I look at this from a legal perspective, and I think that we all know that Hamas has been designated uh, a terror organization, just like many other terror organizations have had this designation, like the Proud Boys here in the United States. Um, but, I, but I do think that what we need to remember is that there is an international human rights body of law. And when you look at that law, part of it is retaliation against innocent civilians collectively is also terror and is also a war crime. And again, those are not my words. Those are the words of the law. How does she keep her job? And I mean that seriously. If you are Jewish and you work at ABC News, you should walk out on the job. This is something, in my opinion, that's how do you keep your job when you're so anti-Semitic that you can say this with that amount of just power and know that, hey, apparently somebody at ABC News is greenlit in this type of commentary. Uh, listen, th- those comments were utterly imbecilic. Number one, she starts with Hamas has been designated a terrorist organization, just like the Proud Boys. Now, listen, I don't like the Proud Boys. Those guys are a bunch of clowns. They're, they're racist and they're idiots. But Hamas is a major global terrorist organization that has murdered vast number of people, that has tortured vast number of people, that, that, that is beheading infants. Uh, you know, some local clowns who've been called a terrorist organization. I'm sorry, there is no moral equivalency between the Proud Boys and Hamas. And the Proud, I'm not defending the Proud Boys, yeah. but when they kill 1,000, 1,200 civilians, then you can throw them in with, with Hamas. But until they do so... And Hamas has said we want to push an entire nation into the sea where they no longer exist. Uh, you know, it, 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 that kind of, but she's trying to diminish it. Yeah, they're a terrorist organization, Just but like everybody, you, yeah. know, you know, all sorts of people are called terrorist organizations. No, these are real terrorists. Sonny, these people would behead you. They would light you on fire. Yeah. That's who they are. And and then she says, well, well, I'm. this is not me talking. This is the law. Well, you know. I spent a lot of years as a practicing lawyer. I've got to say, if that demonstrates her legal talent, I don't know what moron would hire her for a lawyer because there is absolute zero equivalency. She says, well, targeting civilian populations in response to a military ta- attack, that's a war crime too. Well, you know, what's interesting is, is every word of every syllable of that is wrong in that, number one, Israel is not targeting civilian Populations. In fact, they're going to extraordinary lengths to avoid targeting civilian dropping populations. Dropping leaflets. Dropping leaflets, sending texts, dropping uh, bombs that, like, don't explode but land on the roof of the building to tell people, get out of the building, this is a military target. So they are not targeting civilian populations. But then she says, in response to a military attack, well, this was not a military attack. Terrorist attack. This was a terrorist attack that targeted civilians. 
and look, all right, l- listen to this next clip from Sonny, because if anything, it gets worse and it gets so bad that even her left-wing hosts on The View finally have enough and have to jump in. And I think this is very important. What Israel is saying consistently is, if you want your water, if you want your electricity, release our hostages. In my view, that's, that's exactly. not an irrational question. That's not an irrational demand. Okay. Release our people that you are holding there. Well, human shields. And, and they should, what? but in the process, they should really refrain from committing war crimes or terror I want to be, because they're going to lose the goodwill. I do think it's very have. important, though. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who was the director of CENTCOM, said Hamas is worse than ISIS. There's no equivocating as far as yeah. the terror Look and the brutality. Beheading children. Yeah. This is a group that you cannot reason with. War crimes. She's like, well, remember, Israel's committing war crimes. And then the other hosts don't even acknowledge it because I think they understand how damning it is to the view. Look, number one, Anna Navarro was... Very reasonable there. Oh yeah. my, like, I'm really afraid lightning is going to strike me. I, I didn't think those words would come out of my mouth. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but she had at least for a moment sanity in yeah. what she was expressing that, look, when you have hundreds of Israeli hostages, women, children, infants that you're holding hostages, Israel is perfectly justified in saying, we're going to use whatever tools we can. If we have to cut off electricity to get you to release the hostages, we're going to do that. That, that is a very reasonable statement that she just made. And, and what does Sonny come, come back with? Look, you got to understand the hard left, they hate Israel. Look, just like Iran, the Ayatollah refers to Israel as the little Satan and America as the great Satan. I, I don't know that, that, that Rashida Tlaib and AOC disagree with that proposition. The radical left hates Israel with a passion. So what does she say? Well, Israel needs to not commit war crimes. What war crimes is Israel committing? Now, look, to, to Sonny... You, you look at war crimes. We drop leaflets, or Israel does. And then there's reports coming out, which they don't touch, they don't mention, that Hamas is not allowing people to leave Gaza yes. because they want them to and, be... And by they the way, want them to be death. And, and the people they're not allowing to leave are Palestinians. Yes. You have to understand, Hamas wants Palestinians to die. That's what they, they it helps want. Their narrative. And, and what Sonny is saying is the same talking point Joe Biden is using. It's the same talking point the Biden White House is using. It's the same talking point the Biden State Department is using. This is all interconnected. And they're all saying at the beginning, Israel, don't you commit war crimes. And mind you, once Hamas succeeds with using its human shields and ends up murdering Palestinian civilians because they put them on top of a military target and Israel's taken out the military target, then all of these useful idiots will come and say, we told you not to do a war crime. See, Israel, see, you just did this. This is, this and ABC is complicit. They're putting this kind of imbecilic propaganda on air. But you know what? They're paying to put on air. The, this is their top host. The, the, this, this is their flagship show. This is no different than if you put a, a Hamas propagandist on TV. And you know what? I don't have to hypothesize about that because that's what CNN did. Take a look at CNN literally putting a paid liar for Hamas on CNN. That's one way of putting it, but it's not true. I think Hamas mainly attacked military establishments, military installations. And most of the people they, they have arrested and uh, taken as uh, pres- war, uh, war prisoners are military people. I do not accept attacking any civilian. Uh, uh, I do not accept that Israelis attack our civilians. But look at what Israeli planes are doing now in Gaza. They, they are bombarding houses. They're bringing down to earth, and you've, saw, you've shown that on your, uh, on your screen, uh, whole apartments, whole buildings, high-rise buildings are brought down to the ground, and we already are reporting, uh, receiving uh, reports about families who are killed. So that was aired by CNN. CNN paid to air that. That is straight-up propaganda. Every syllable of every word that he said is a lie. He said Hamas is primarily targeting military targets. That's a flat-out lie. It's a laughable, demonstrable, absurd lie. He said the hostages they're taking are primarily military hostages, they're soldiers. That's a flat-out, demonstrable, absurd lie. And by the way, how do we know about it? Well, Hamas is putting up the videos themselves. They're not hiding. They are reveling in, 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 look, there's a horrible image of a young woman that Hamas put out being thrown in a car, 
She's bloody. She's bleeding. She's wearing gray sweatpants. And the entire seat portion of the sweatpants are soaked in red blood. Yeah. She's obviously been violently raped. I mean, badly violently raped, beaten. She is bleeding. That, that's not a military target. That young woman is, is not, she's not in a, in, a, in a soldier's uniform. Rape is not a military action. And Hamas is bragging about it. And what is that imbecile doing? He's happily lying. He's saying this is a military action carried out against military targets, and we're only capturing military soldiers. He said, I don't support attacking civilians, but, he says, it is Israel that's attacking civilians. And what does CNN do? It sits there quietly and said, you know what? We have airwaves. We have airwaves all across America, but not just America, all across the world. You go to, to any airport... They have CNN on. Why exactly does an airport turn on a network that broadcasts propagandists for Hamas? When I said CNN is the Air Force for, for Hamas, that sounded like hyperbole. Watch that segment and tell me how I'm wrong. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Want to tell you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals? You may have seen what's been happening in the markets, you've seen what's been going on with interest rates, with inflation, and then obviously now world events. So how do you protect your hard-earned dollars? Well, gold is what many people use to preserve their wealth. Whether you're close to retirement or in retirement, your number one objective is probably not to lose what you work so hard to save. And diversifying with gold can help you do that. Now, I actually use Augusta Precious Metals to diversify my portfolio. I want to protect and preserve my wealth, and I want to make sure that no matter what's happening in the market, that at least some of my money is insulated. That's what Augusta Precious Metals can do for you. You should call them, and they do two things. One, they'll send you the free investor's guide on gold, but they'll also do a one-on-one conference with you for free to answer all of your questions, to talk about if gold can be used as part of your portfolio. Call them right now, 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA. You can go online to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Call them, sit down with them for free, and have a conversation about your goals with your retirement and protecting your hard-earned dollars. 877, the number four, gold IRA, or online at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. You mentioned something there about CNN, and it's a trend that we watched in the media this last week, which is allow the propaganda of the other side on there. Don't even question it while they're saying it. And just you can say, well, look, we're, we're telling both sides. That to me is a fallacy on its face. There isn't both sides when it comes to this fight. Israel didn't attack anybody. They were attacked. Yep. The women that are being killed, 
the 85-year-old grandmother that was taken after her husband was killed trying to hold the door shut, and they shot through the door and killed him, and then they took her hostage. Babies they've taken hostage. And then they said on TV this last week, we're willing to negotiate. We're ready to negotiate. Israel said, we don't negotiate with you. We're going to get rid of the world of Hamas. And then they were also criticized for saying they don't negotiate. Should they negotiate this idea that you must negotiate? Otherwise, you're somehow a bad actor? Look, absolutely not. Israel should not negotiate with these terrorists, with these monsters. And I believe Prime Minister Netanyahu is going to follow through on his promise to eradicate Hamas, to go through and to kill or capture the military leaders of Hamas, the terrorists who have committed these atrocities, destroy their weapons caches, and go, and they're going to have to go house by house and building by building through Gaza. It is not going to be easy, but I think there is a seriousness of purpose. Hamas knew this when they started this war. Do you think they knew Israel's response was going to be this, and they wanted it? They wanted it because, this is the important thing to understand, What we're covering today is a critical part of Hamas's terror strategy. The American media, they know exactly the kind of BS the American media is going to say that they're going to repeat their talking points and they're going to use it to undermine Israel. Hamas is not strong enough to defeat Israel. What Hamas is counting on is that the American White House and the corporate media globally, they believe, is strong enough to defeat Israel. Here, play, play the next clip. And I think there's a real danger here, that, that in Israel's uh, need and desire and right to respond to what happened there, the danger is that it, it creates more divisions, that it separates people who have formed relationships and bonds, and it makes the chances of any kind of lasting peace almost impossible to think of now. We're all talking about war. No one is any longer talking about peace. No one's talking about peace. How can you talk about peace when you have paratroopers coming in to a concert to kill innocent people and take them hostage? And now he's like, well, no one can talk about peace now because Israel is responding. What would you have them do? Look, this is Good Morning America. This is soft news. This is ABC propagandizing. The danger is this is just going to create more division. What Israel is doing, mind you, is what's going to create division, not Hamas. Look, going to a rave, coming in in hang gliders and just machine gunning teenagers and and young people who are at a concert, that doesn't cause division. No, no, no. that, That is the oppressed people fighting back by targeting kids. Violently raping women and children, that doesn't cause division. Nope. Good morning, America. Nothing to see here. What causes division is Israel is attacking the terrorists. That's really divisive. Oh, my. And you know what? By Israel fighting back and eliminating Hamas, that's a barrier to peace. That's what Good Morning America just said. What idiocy. Eliminating Hamas creates a barrier to peace. That's what they say on ABC, and they're broadcasting it to American households throughout this country. Hamas knows they will say that. By the way, There's very little difference between what he just said and what the Biden State Department tweeted out as the initial attacks were happening, that they deleted the tweet. They realized calling on Israel, don't respond militarily, put out a ceasefire, that that was disgusting and indefensible. And yet ABC is perfectly happy to it. That's what they call news. Let's play the next clip. Now, John, of course, uh, we have heard from regional voices. We've heard from international rights groups and human rights organizations who have said that while this attack was deplorable uh, and deeply unprecedented, this did not happen in a vacuum. This has come after decades of what Hamas and other Palestinians view to be uh, occupation of Palestinian territories. This comes after decades of violations of Palestinian rights and decades of what Israeli rights groups and UN human rights experts have characterized as policies and practices which amount to apartheid. They might as well just put up CNN anti-Semitic reporter with her name. Look, and that individual is identified as CNN reporter, by yeah. the way. That, that's not an opinion columnist. That is a reporter paid by CNN to say that. Now, now if you look at what she says, like one of the things she says at the end Israeli rights groups call the current state of Israel apartheid. Really? Which ones do that? Do do you have any evidence? You're a reporter. Are you reporting on something? Is there actually an Israeli rights group? 
Are there left-wing Marxist groups that hate Israel and want to destroy it who say apartheid? Yes. Are there sadly Democrat secretaries of state named John Kerry who have said that Israel is apartheid? Yes. And by the way, when John Kerry said Israel is an apartheid state, I went to the Senate floor and demanded he resign. And I said, you know what? Secretary Kerry, by repeating this absolute lie, his lie is going to be repeated by enemies of Israel, by Hamas, by Hezbollah, by Iran, by idiot reporters on CNN. They're going to say, well, the U.S. Secretary of State says it's apartheid. It is not remotely apartheid. And, and the talking point, when they say occupied territory, understand what they mean. They mean that Israel exists. So the phrase from the radical left, the, the phrase they use from the river to the sea, what that means is they want to eliminate all of Israel. They want to take the map, they want to take the country called Israel, and they want to erase it. There are 50 Muslim nations in the world. There is one Jewish, na Jewish nation in the world. The position of these anti-Semitic radicals is there should be zero Jewish nations in the world. They no believe, safe place, no they, home. They believe Israel does not have a right to exist, and it does not have a right to exist as a Jewish state. Mind you, the 50 Muslim nations, they want a 51st, and they want there to be zero Jewish nations and Jewish states. That is their view, and when they talk about occupied territories, look— You've been to Israel, by the way. Many I, times. I don't think people understand how small Israel is. It's about the size of New Jersey. It is about the size of New Jersey. An it entire nation where all the Jews are. It's not it, a big it, place. It, 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 it is tiny. Well, it's not all the Jews. We've got a big Jewish population in the United States. Sure, We've but got Jews Jewish across state the world. Is a but way look, look, Israel was, and you look at Israel as the historic homeland of the people of Israel going back thousands and thousands of years. You go back and read your Bible. You go look at King David. You go, go back to Abraham and, and Isaac and Jacob. You go back to Moses and the Promised Land. You go back to King David and Solomon. For thousands of years, the Israelis were in Israel. Now, they were tragically conquered. They were scattered. There was a diaspora. They lost their homeland. And following World War II, following the horrific, the unspeakable genocide of the Holocaust, nations came together and said Israel deserves to have its homeland back, that there should be at least one nation yeah. that is a Jewish nation, that is a safe place that Jews can go, and, and the phrase that came out after the Holocaust, never again. It, it's worth underscoring. Saturday night a week ago was the single greatest day of mass murder of Jews since the Holocaust. That's not an accident. That degree of mass murder, and mind you, Hamas followed the same strategies the Nazis did, literally going door, door to door to door to door and eradicating everyone. Why? Because they were Jewish. And, 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 and that, look, the anti-Semitism, when they use language like occupied lands, what they mean is that Israel exists. They refer to the existence of Israel as an occupation. That is not the case. And by the way, the Gaza Strip, not occupied by Israelis either. Israel doesn't control the Gaza Strip. Is Israel ceded the Gaza Strip to the Palestinians. They have total control there. Now, mind you, why are the Palestinians living in such misery? Because Hamas are evil terrorists. So internationally, millions and millions of dollars flood into Gaza for things like building schools, building hospitals, for things like, like putting in water pipes. What does Hamas do? pulls up the water pipes, chops them into slices and turns them into rockets to fire into Israel to try to murder civilians because all they're interested in doing is committing acts of war and murder. And CNN, the CNN reporter, is just eagerly repeating their lies and their propaganda. I also think there's something else that people don't understand, certainly younger people, and I do think it's important that we take a moment to talk about it. You look at the Iron Dome and the system that is a defensive system. Yep. That is sole purpose is to rock to to stop rockets coming in to kill innocent people. What people don't understand about the rockets that are coming into Israel from Hamas, Hezbollah, Gaza, these rockets do not have a direct target. They're not aiming for usually like a direct building. They're just trying to kill Jewish people in Jewish 
neighborhoods, they don't care who they hit. They don't care if they had a school, a hospital. They don't care if they hit your, your great-grandmother's house. They don't care if they hit uh, a playground. They don't care if they hit uh, you know, any of these things that are normal life in Israel. And, and their strategy is shoot as many rockets at the same time as you can, hoping that the Iron Dome, which is a defensive system, will somehow not work perfectly and then get a few rockets through that will kill somebody. That is their definition of success. It is indiscriminate killing of anyone in Israel, and that is success to them. They don't care who they kill, young, old, baby, or a senior citizen, just kill someone who's Jewish. That's exactly right, and they explicitly target civilians. You know, Golda Meir had a statement that really sums it up. She said, quote, If the Palestinians lay down their weapons there will be peace. If the Israelis lay down their weapons, there will be a massacre. All, there, all it takes for peace is for Hamas to say, we're going to stop attacking you. Because Israel is not attacking the Palestinians. Israel is not sending people in to murder Palestinian civilians. In fact, in Gaza, Israel said, we're going to leave. You guys can run this as your own country. You're in charge. And we'll let you have water and electricity. And all of these things that you need. Now, the only thing they do have is they they have a border. They have a firm border that is designed because they recognize they're a bunch of terrorists who want to murder us. So we're going to stop you from crossing into Israel and and committing murder. And by the way, there will be a serious commission that examines how these terrorists got into Israel to carry out this massacre. It was an enormous intelligence failure. That is going to be a question both for Israel to address and for America to address because it was an American intelligence failure and an Israeli intelligence failure. But – But look, it's not the Israelis who are the aggressors. It is Hamas who are trying to murder innocent civilians. And and the thing to understand what causes the war is the terrorists around Israel that want to destroy Israel. That is their objective. And you know what? They've got the best air cover imaginable in the global media. Take another listen. But the fact is there's... An entire people who are living under the boot of the Israeli army, they don't want to do that anymore. And they, you know, they've tried everything, even the statement from Hamas. And this is not this is not about Hamas. And I I really want to caution your viewers uh, not to be dragged into the good guy versus bad guy equation. We have to look at the bigger picture. Good guy, bad guy equation. That is an anti-Semite on MSNBC telling you there's no good or bad guy here. The people beheading people are just the same as the Israelis because we hate the Israeli people so much. Uh, You know, I, I would like to ask MSNBC to put out a formal statement explaining how someone who's raping a little girl is not a bad guy. Yeah. Because that's apparently their position. There are no good guys and bad guys. You've got to understand because the Palestinians are living under the boot of the Israeli military. That is a lie. That is a lie, but it's, it's convenient propaganda. This is the strategy. Push the lie. Push the lie. Put it out there. And, and the reason we've devoted this entire pod to this, more of this will come. Much more. This is just the beginning. I'm sorry to tell you next week it's going to be worse. And in two weeks it's going to be even worse. And in three weeks it's going to be even worse than that. Because as this war proceeds, Hamas is going to succeed in getting Palestinian civilians killed. They want to succeed. And when they have dead Palestinian civilians that they put in harm's way, then all the CNN cameras are going to rush to film the bodies and stand there and say, Israel has committed war crimes once again. Now, mind you, their alternative is do what the Biden State Department asked them to do, do a ceasefire. Say to Hamas, never mind, no, no, you can, you can attack, you can murder 1,200 Israelis and we'll do nothing because, look, the objective of Hamas is the same as the objective of anti-Semites in America and it is to utterly destroy Israel. And these corporate media propagandists are integral in the effort to destroy Israel. Let me tell you about our friends at Chalk. If you're a guy and you've got a little bit older and you're sick and tired of feeling tired and fatigued, maybe you want to work out and you just don't have the energy anymore. Maybe you want to go and and play basketball or tennis or something and you just don't feel like you have that energy. Well, you're not alone. Testosterone levels have dropped off a cliff historically. And that's why Chalk is here to help guys just like you boost your testosterone levels 
up to 20% over 90 days. Yeah, you can get rid of that sick and tired fatigue and replace it with the energy that you used to have. I want you to go online to chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and check out what they have. The Chalk Male Vitality Stack can help you boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking the Male Vitality Stack now for work for months. I can tell you it works. So maximize your masculinity. Boost it. Go to ChalkCHOQ.com. Use the promo code BEN. You'll get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life. 35% off choq.com, promo code Ben. You'll get 35% off. Try it today. Boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. You know, Ben, we've given several examples from MSNBC, from CNN, and from ABC. But I don't want people to think that CBS and NBC are blameless in this because, sadly, the corporate media, they're all corrupt. So, so, so let's turn. I, I, I want to turn to two headlines from CBS. First of all was the initial headline they put up, and it reads, Israeli twin babies found hidden and unharmed at kibbutz where Hamas killed their parents, allegedly beheaded children. So that's on October 12th, a headline from CBS News. Now, thankfully, CBS came back and edited that headline, and so the second headline they put up was, Israeli twin babies found hidden and unharmed at kibbutz where Hamas killed their parents. Now, the second headline is fine. The first headline is part of a very deliberate propaganda effort to say babies were not beheaded. And you look at allegedly beheaded children, and the point is, aha, we found some babies, so it's not true that they beheaded children because here are two babies who are alive. I, I mean, that... That is so mendacious, it doesn't even pass the laugh test. And the topic, how are we discussing babies being beheaded? It's not difficult to tell the political agenda of the headline writer who wrote the first headline. Yep. It is Hamas didn't do this. The Israelis are lying. Nothing to see here. Cast doubt on all stories of atrocities you may have heard over the last week. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. By the way, that word allegedly, sometimes they use it, sometimes they don't. When Israel strikes at Gaza and their Palestinian civilians killed, 20 bucks says right now C CBS will not use the word allegedly. Allegedly will disappear. Let's give an example from NBC. Yeah. NBC News. NBC News, here's the headline. Conservatives stoke fears of a Hamas attack in U.S. No credible threat, FBI says. The posts show how quickly the latest bloody conflict between Israel and Hamas has upended online political debate thousands of miles away. Now, I've been part of this political debate online because I told the story. You and I did this on the podcast the other day. There, there have been more terrorists on the terrorist watch list this year that have been caught coming across the board in the last five years combined. So I guess I'm a part of the online, you know, uh, the, the online political debate by telling the facts that there have been more people on the terrorist watch list that have come across the border and been caught this year. It doesn't count any of the gotaways, any of the people that got across we don't know about, than the last five years combined. And if you say that now, now you're part of some weird conspiracy theories group. NBC went all in trying to cover that there's no reason to think terrorism will happen in the United States. By the way, among the conservatives stoking fears are apparently you and me, because Friday's podcast, we went into great length on this, how, how this is particularly dangerous when you have Hamas calling for a global day of jihad, and we've had two and a half years of open borders with hundreds, if not thousands, of criminals and terrorists crossing into this country illegally. And look, the numbers that we have of people on the terror watch list, the numbers that, that we have of people from special interest countries, those are disturbing, but it's the tip of the iceberg. What is really worrying are the gotaways. We don't know how many terrorists came on the gotaways. We know that the fact that they got away shows they're deliberately evading arrest. It suggests that they're not blameless. They're not, because 
if you're blameless, if you don't have a criminal record, if you're not a gang member, if you're not a terrorist, you turn yourself into the Biden administration and go. they let you go. So there's no reason to be a gotaway unless you're a drug dealer, unless you're a criminal, unless you're a terrorist. That's the only MS-13 reason. MS-13 gang member. Yes. That, that's why people are gotaways. And, and the number, you're looking at upwards of a million and a half gotaways. We don't know how many terrorists are among that group, but NBC is reporting as news. There's no reason to be afraid of terrorism in America. Never mind the million and a half people who came in who could be terrorists. Never mind the fact that if you were a terrorist, if you wanted to commit jihad, there's an obvious way to do that. Yet you and I are not giving away some state secrets saying if you're a terrorist who wants to murder Americans, the way to do it is cross over our southern border because these idiots in the White House will let you go. And they're not enforcing the border and it's not hard to be a gotaway. You can get away because the Border Patrol agents are so swamped with processing paperwork and changing diapers and dealing with the 7.6 million illegal immigrants that they're not able to be actually protecting this nation. And mind you, the Biden administration has also pulled federal air marshals off of planes so our planes are less secure because they're down there doing paperwork as well. These two crises are intertwined and NBC News does not want anyone to connect that our open borders makes us subject to a greater risk of terrorism. I believe it is indisputable. The risk of a major terror attack today is greater than any time it has been since 9-11. Yeah. You're not the only one that says that. Many Border Patrol agents say that as well. Don't forget, we do this podcast Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. This one, please make sure you share it on social media. Uh, hit that forward or share button. If you're watching the video podcast, whether on YouTube or Facebook, share it on your page so other people will hear what we're reporting on here and they can see the bias in the media. Also, if you miss some shows during the week, on Saturdays we put together a highlight reel of the biggest points that were made during the week on Verdict. So grab that and you can listen to it on the weekend and on the days in between grab my podcast the ben ferguson podcast i will keep you up to date on breaking news in between verdict episodes so grab the ben ferguson podcast as well and we will see you back here in a couple of days hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.